Vayikra, um, chapter 1, uh, the first portion, Perik Aleph, Pasuk Aleph, chapter 1, verse 1. Vayikra el Moshe, and he called to Moshe, Hashem called to Moshe, Vaydaber Hashem a love, and Hashem spoke to him, Me'oyel Moyed Lamer from the tent of meeting, saying, So Trashi, Vayikra el Moshe, he calls to Moshe, the whole Dibrois, Ulchol Amiris, every time that Hashem spoke, that it says, Vaydaber Hashem el Moshe. And every time every time it says Vayomer Hashem El Moshe, Ulchol Tzivuyim, and also to all times when it says Vayitzav or Tzav is Bnei Yisrael, where Hashem says the lotion of Tzav. So all the time is Kodma Kriya. Before that, it was preceded by a calling. So here the pasuk writes it the Feirish, but this is for all the time. It was always by Yikra El Moshe, and then by Yidaber, and then by Yoimer, and then by Yitzav, or Yitzav. So it was always a calling before he spoke to him. Again, why sometimes is the Lashon Dibur, sometimes Amira, and sometimes Tzav, that's another issue. But in either case, whether it was a Dibur, or it was an Amira Tzav, sometimes Rashi says Dibur is stringent, Amir is soft, we had different times, and uh, Tzav is Loshan Zeros, different times. But, you know, in every place by itself, it needs to be figured out exactly uh, why it says exactly that Loshan. So, but all the time, there was a Kodma Kriya, there was a calling that came before, beforehand. What is this calling? So, Tadashi Loshan Chiba. This is a language of, of dearness and a, an affection. Uh, this is a loshen, this is a language that the angels that serve God use that loshen of expression of affection, as it says in Yeshaya Vov, it says, So what does it mean, they call one to another, this one to the, that one, the angels call to each, uh, the, each one to another, so this calling is an expression of, of, of affection. So to Moshe Rabbeinu, before Hashem speaks to him, Hashem calls him. That is an affectionate expression. But to the prophets of the nations of the world, Nigla Aleihem Beloshen Arai, God reveals himself to them in a language, a temporary, also vituma, and a impure uh, type of, uh, of a revelation. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says in Mamidbar Chav Gimel uh, Dalet, when it talks about Hashem reveals to Bilam, it says, Vayikor Elikim El Bilam. Here it says, Vayikra. And there it says, Vayikor. The expression Vayikor has the meaning of coincidental, that it's Arai, happens to be. And also alludes to impurity, uh, 
the lotion of Keri, Mikre, Laila, things that happened by Laila, uh, which is the language of, uh, of Tuma. So to uh, the nations of the world, the Torah uses the lotion Vayikar, and to Moshe Rabbeinu was Vayikra. So again, even though this is just one time over here, and maybe over there it's just one time, the Torah expresses it one time, but this is something that took place regularly before Hashem talked to him, it was in a way of Vayikra. So it says, Vayikra el Moshe. So the, 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 the calling, uh, this was a voice, it's a language, it's a language of dearness, but there was a calling, there was a voice that called Moshe, the Hashem calls Moshe. Now, I'm just uh, wondering if it means that it, was, it says, uh, does it mean he called him by name? Like one would say, Moshe, uh, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu heard, Vayikrael Moshe, that God called to Moshe. So normally when you say you call someone, you say you call him by the name, and then you speak to him, and the calling him is like an expression of, uh, of affection. So, but whatever, the call that he, that he called him, the voice would go and would reach his ears. So Moshe Rabbeinu would hear the calling. But the Chol Yisrael loy shemim. But all uh, Yidden, uh, uh, the rest of the Jews, who did not hear when uh, the calling came. So only Moshe Rabbeinu heard uh, being called. Moshe Rabbeinu heard being called, but other people couldn't hear that Moshe Rabbeinu was being called, which is miraculous in of itself. That Moshe Moshe, wherever he was, uh, he would hear the calling. I guess once he would hear the calling. So then he would go to the Oil Moed where Hashem spoke to him, as the uh, Rashi continues. Uh, but Yochel Afla Havsokes Hoiso Kriya. So one may think that also after the interruptions, like in the Torah, we have the um, the spaces in between parshias, between uh, sections, and they're called Havsokes. Um, there's some samach, some pay, depending on the interruption, is either a, a psucha or a stuma, but these are uh, nevertheless spaces in between the Torah. So every time after there was a hafsaka, uh, maybe there was another calling over there. Uh, thus, there was no new vaidaber, there was no new vayomer, uh, and it seems clearly from here that the vaidabers and the vayomers, they are only the places where it says. Like we don't say uh, uh, there's a space over there, and therefore Hashem must have Vaidabra Hashem may love again. Hashem spoke to him. No, it doesn't. There is a separate uh, time where Hashem speaks after every uh, place where it says uh, each place it says Vaidabra Hashem may love. That's a new speech. But after the Avsokas, after there was an interruption, you might think that Hashem called him again. Sort of he stopped, then he called him again before he continued talking. Talmud Loimar. So therefore, the pasuk says over here, not just Vayikra el Moshe Me'oyel Moed Leimer is called from the Oyel Moed, but it says Vaydaber. He called and he spoke. Le'dibur Hoiso Kriya, that there was always a Kriya, there was a calling to him before Hashem spoke, but the Loy Lahapsokis, but not for those places that were interrupted, not not for the spaces in the places where God stopped and didn't speak. Before he continued, he did not call him again. 
So if there wasn't a new calling, there wasn't new, so it was just a continuous, basically, there was no new calling, there was no new Vaidabir, there was no, there was just a continuous uh, speaking to him. So what did those interruptions serve? So when it says, every time in the Torah, when it stops, what does those stops serve? That was Litein Revach Lamoshe. That was to give space to Moshe, to give time uh, to Moshe, or space to Moshe, Lihizmonen, to think about Ben Parsha La Parsha, between each section and section. So each space is called a Parsha by itself, a section by itself. Uben Inyan Li Inyan, and between subject and subject. Because within uh, one subject there's also sections, and between different subjects, is also there is a space, there is that space. So that is what that served, but not any new calling or anything else, it was just a continuous speech. So, how much more so we can learn from this, the fact that there are spaces given in the teachings, or in the speaking, that Hashem speaks to Moshe, so that Moshe should have time to think of the portion that he learned, so is Kavachaymer, how much more so lehedyot haloymed min hahedyot, to an ordinary person who studies from an ordinary person. In this case, Hashem was the teacher, Moshe was the students. So still, even Hashem being the teacher and Moshe being the student, they still needed space. So how much more so is it for a hedyot who learns from another ordinary person that there is definitely a need for a space, an interruption in between, to think about what they learned instead of a continuous flow, but to give some time to think about what they learned. Now, why is all this important over here to the um, understanding of the Pasuk? Especially this part. I mean, why is Mayav Sokus Mishamshus? I mean, this is not the first time in the territories of Sokus. Presumably, the, the learning Rashi knows about these Avsakas. He sees if they learn from the Sefer Torah, so they see the Avsakas. If they uh, learn even from a Chomesh, uh, there is the uh, Pais and the Samach, so we know that there is Avsakas. But uh, those Avsakas already are before the whole entire Chomesh, uh, Bereshis, and Shmois. It almost seems like we know that the children start learning Vayikra. There are certain rules that Rashi is giving them. Uh, giving out at the start of learning, you know, learning Vayikra, not in the order the way we start from Breshis, or in that order, but here there is a, a limud for that. I believe there's a sikha from the Rebbe about this, i got to look up. Now the Pasuk continues, Vaydaber Hashem, a love. Hashem spoke to him. So, you could just say, Vaydaber Hashem, Lamer. we already know it's El Moshe. Why is the Torah saying, a love? That this a love, to tell you that Hashem spoke only to Moshe and not to Aaron. Rashi in Shmois in Kisiso in Perek Lamed Dalet, Posek Lamed Beis, Rashi quoted the Braise and the Posek it says, um, Ve'ikra lehem Moshe ve'yashuvu elov Aaron v'chol hanisim ba'edo. And Rashi brings down Toner Abonon Ketzad Seder Amishna Moshe Hoyer Loimed Mipiha Gavura Nichnas Arin Shonaloi Moshe Pirkoi. So Arin entered Moshe Rabbeinu would teach him uh, his chapter. 
then the Stalak Arem, Yoshev Le Lismel Moshe, Nichmes Ubanov. So we see that uh, it was uh, taught just to Moshe, and Moshe was the one already that uh, taught it um, uh, to Aaron, as the Pasik indicates over there, and the Pasik that. Um, and it says so that the Aaron too uh, was in line to learn from Moshe uh, so it's almost evident that uh, the Dibreis uh, most of the Vayikra was done to uh, Moshe alone but let's see what Rashi continues Rashi says Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseda Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseda says there are uh, 13 Dibreis uh, uh, sayings that were said in the Torah to Moshe and Aaron. And corresponding to the 13 where it says to Moshe and Aaron, there are 13 exclusions where the Pasuk says that they were only said to Moshe. Uh, doesn't just say they said to Moshe, but it says Beferish a miut a exclusion that not to Moshe. The lamdach that is to teach you shaloi laarin nemru that it wasn't said to uh, Aaron, but it was said to Moshe that he should say it to Aaron. Uh, Rashi brings down now the thirteen uh, miutim The following are the thirteen exclusions. Uh, it says Lidaber Itoi, speaking to him, Lidaber Itoi, Medaber a love, Vaidaber a love, and added to Licho, and says Kulam Bateres Kohanim. So, Lachayra, it's obvious that this is talking about other things that not Moshe Rabbeinu did not learn on the Har. These were things that, uh, as Rashi said, that there was a time from the time until the Oyel Moyed was built. As we learned in uh, in Shmois in Pashas Kisisa and Pasuk Lamed Gimel Pasuk Yudalev, it says Vidibar Hashem El Moshe Ponim El Ponim Kasha Yidaber Ishel Ve'Ehu. Hashem spoke to him face to face like a person speaks to his friend. Veshov El Amachane, and he would go back to return to the camp. And Rashi says, uh, and we go back to the camp. So Rashi says, uh, After he spoke to him, Moshe would return to the camp. He would teach the elders that that which he has learned. Zikainim is a general word, I guess, for all those who learned later on, including. Uh, if those were the things, I mean, Aaron, if those were things that Aaron didn't hear directly. But Rashi says over there that that took place from Yema Kippurim, from the Yema Kippurim till Yosef. Rashi makes the Cheshman over there. But he says, but after that, this took place in between Yom Kippur and Echad Menisna, when Hukam Amishkan. So our Pasik, when it talks about the Oyel Moyed, is already talking about after Echad. Uh, so I guess we need an exclusion for each time uh, to tell us uh, that um, um, uh, that 
those times that Hashem did not speak to Aaron specifically. So I guess we learn out from the Miyutim that even those Dibris that we say that were said to Aaron doesn't mean that they were said to Aaron. They were actually said to just to Moshe. That's why we need the Miyutim. Otherwise, what do we need the Miyutim for? So the Miyutim are used to teach us that they weren't said Mechlal to Aaron, even though we say uh, that they were said it doesn't mean that they were actually said to Aaron. The teacher that it wasn't said to Aaron, but it's only for Moshe that he should go ahead and say it to Aaron. And uh, and, and, and the Pai Mamish only uh, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu heard this. So Rashi on the Shmois Perikid Beis Posig Aleph. So the Posig says over there, Vayemer Hashem El Moshe Ve'al Aaron, and it says that the Shvil She'aren also v'torach b'meisim k'moshe cholak lekovid zeh because he troubled himself with the meisim like k'moshe b'mitzvah rishayne shekol loy imoshe b'dibur that he includes him imoshe b'dibur. So lachayda, this is understood according to this Rashi that kol imoshe b'dibur still means that Hashem spoke to Moshe. I mean, even though here we're talking about the. Um, here we're talking about the uh, from Moyel Moyed uh, specifically. This was talking about still in in Mitzrayim, but uh, the Rashi could be understood there too that Cholakloi Kav Mitzvah Zirushayne Shekololoi Imoshe Bedibur that he included him with Moshe in the in the in the in, in the Dibur. Need to look at the Torahs Kohanim if the um, if they which of the thirteen times that were said to Moshe and Aaron whether they include uh, those times from Parshat from Mitzrayim or not still needs to look at, look into this further. In any event, Rashi says here Yachol Shamu as Koil Hakriya. So you might think that they all heard the. Uh, the Bnei Israel heard the voice of the calling. Uh, Rashi's already said before, the first Rashi, right in the beginning, Rashi says that, Vayikra Moshe ha'koil ha'ilach ha'magil la'oznov v'chol Yisrael l'shemim. So Rashi is now, uh, you know, proving this, that the coil went also only to uh, to Moshe. Yochel Shomos koil ha'kriya, that they heard the coil of kriya. Now the Shamu goes not only to Aaron. I mean, we talk about uh, Shamu'u, not as the Shama, but Shamu means the Yidden. Talmud Loimar, Koil Loi. Over there in Ba Midbar Perik Zayin Pasuk Peites, the Pasuk says, "Vayishma, Vavoy Moshe Loyal Moyed the Daber, Vavoy Moshe Loyal Moyed the Daber Itoi." So it says, "Vayishma sakoil, vayishma He heard the voice speaking to him. Uh, so it says here, "Medaber elov." So, therefore, the pasuk Talmud Leimar koil loy. If the pasuk would have just meant to say not exclusion, but just because he was he was calling him. Uh, so it should have said koil uh, loy. Why is the pasuk saying midaber a love? A love is an exclusion. Koil a love. 
So that is to tell you that Moshe Shama v'chol Yisrael Shama that only Moshe Rabbeinu heard, and the other uh, rest of the Yisrael did actually not even hear the coil. Now, l'chayre in our pasuk, there's two things. There is the uh, first thing is the vayikra, the loshen chibur that he called. So, um, and when Rashi says before vayikra el Moshe hakoil. Now that's talking about the coil of the Vayikra. And then later on, when it says, Rashi says again, So L'Chayr is talking about that same coil, not the coil of speaking, but the uh, coil Hakriya. But L'Chayr, the Pasik in Bamidbar uh, uh, that Rashi is quoting here, so... Over there, it's talking about the uh, the dibur because the pasuk says That's not the koil hakriya, but that's actually the voice that was actually speaking to him. And uh, as Rashi makes the cheshbon over there, uh, Rashi peitas the Rashi says that there's two psukim that are contradictory, and this pasuk decides, and Rashi says, one pasuk says, Hashem speaks to him from the oil moyed. That's of course our pasuk. So the word of oil moyed means, oil moyed is not outside of the parochus, that means in in the tent, but not from the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So that's our pasuk over here. So it says ma'oyel ma'yed. It means from outside of the paroiches. And because of echad Rashi says another pasuk says vidbarti itcha me'al hakapayres. I'll speak to you from the kapayres that's inside of the paroiches. Bozev yichdeib So this pasuk comes and compromises. Moshe ba'el oil ma'yed. Moshe would come to the oil ma'yed. So he was in the Ma'il Ma'id. Visham Shemeas Akoil Habo Me'al Hakapaitis. And while he was in the Ma'il Ma'id, he would hear the coil coming from the Kapaitis. Mi Ben Shneakruvim. And Akoil Yetzim and Ashamayim, the Ben Shneakruvim. The coil would go out from the heavens in between the two Kruvim. Umisham Yotzeloil Ma'id. And for there went out the Ma'id. And this is where he heard him. So this is all talking about the Dibur we see over here. The Dibur that Mashiach Beinu was revealed. And Rashi then continues like, Midaber, Kimoy Mizdaber, Kvoydish, Shalmai, Leloy Merkein, Midaber, Beinoy, Lebenatsu, Moshe Shemei, Meilov, that Hashem was speaking like amongst himself, and Moshe would hear it by himself. And, um, so we see here, that, um, this is, um, this is actually, um, talking about the actual Dibur. And, um, in that passage, it says two times. Uh, so it says, "Vayishma es akoyel medaber a love." So, I guess Rashi learns it out because it uses loshen koyel. So we learn it out because there is another time it says, "Vaydaber a love," and Rashi says, "This is this vaydaber a love that Rashi brought down." This is one of the miyutim over there. It says, "Lemayet es arim in Rashi says over there, and Rashi just brought this on tabud leimar. Um, as Rashi wrote it down before, that by Dabere love is one of the miyutim uh, that it was only to Moshe the Dibur. So, Lechayre, even though it, the Pasik talks about their Akoil Medabere love because it uses Losh and Koil, we can exclude that Moshe Shoma Vachol Yisrael Loishamu. Lechayre, by Yikra, that took place 
before he came to Doyel Moyed. That's how he knew that Hashem wants to tell him something. So it was Vayikra El Moshe. He calls to Moshe in a Loshen Chiba. But Lachayne the Vayikra came outside of the Oil Moyed. This whole discussion that talks about the Dibur. But the Vayikra came outside of the Oil Moyed in order to uh, call Moshe to come. So Rashi is of Vaiter Ma'oyel Moyet that it says Vaidavash Ma'oyel Moyet. So Ma'oyel Moyet says Rashi Melamed from the Oyel Moyet Melamed Shahoya Hakoyel Nifsak. Hashem talked to him from the Oyel Moyet, but only from the Oyel Moyet. And this teaches us that the coil would stop It would not go outside of the oil. Yochel Mipnei Shahakoyel. You might think because the voice was a low voice, so it didn't carry through. Talmud Leimar, so that's why the Pasik uh, teaches us, it says, Es HaKoyom. Again, this is the Pasik over there in Bamid Zayin, Pasik Petes. So in the Pasik over there, again, the Pasik of Yishma Es HaKoyom Medaber Eilov. So now we're talking about the 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 coil of the dibur, uh, not the coil the, in the pashtim shara says on the, the coil medaber, the coil of the dibur. So uh, it says yishma uh, is ha coil. So the coil, what is the coil? Uh, the coil is a coil of The voice that's explained in the tilim, that is explicit in the tilim. Coil Hashem the Voice of Hashem is with force, called Hashem Bahadur, when beauty called Hashem Shoivira Rosin breaks cedars. That means it's a very powerful, loud voice. So, how did it, so it's not a Koyal Namuch. So, why does it say, or how could it say from the tent of meeting? Melamed, this teaches us that it was only Moyal Moyid. That's what the Torah tells you. It was Moyal Moyid. The coil just stopped. As soon as it went out of the Moyid, it stopped. <coughs> Again, it's much to me that this is talking about the coil, it's talking about the coil Hadibur, uh, not the coil of Ayikra al Khaira. boy, is similar we find in Yechezkel, Posik, Perikut Posik Hey, it says, the coil Kanfehash Kruvim. The, the coil of the wings of the Kruvim, Nishma Ad HaChotzer HaChitzayna. Yochel, so you might think that it is Mipnei Shachol Namuch, because the voice uh, was low. Talmud Loimar, the, the Pesach says over there, Kikoil Kel Shaddai Shachabedibre, that the voice was like when the Almighty speaks. So what does it say? That's it. Once it reaches them, it would uh, stop. So that's the understanding. Ma'ayel moyed only from the oil moyed. Ma'ayel moyed lemer. So we're from. It says from the oil moyed. Yochel mikol. So from oil moed, anywhere from the in in the from the uh, structure. In this case, it's called the bayis, but it's an oil. But from the entire oil, Talmud Loimar. There's another pasuk that's written uh, in Shmois. Uh, it says Mibein Shnei Akruim. Talmud Loimar Me'al Hakapodes. 
from the Kapodis. So it wasn't just for anyone in the Umayyad, it wasn't the Kapodis. Yachal Ma'ala Kapodis Kulo, maybe from the entire Kapodis, Tamil and Ben So even though it was from the Umayyad, it was from Me'al Ben Shneakruvim, Isbim Ben Shneakruvim. But it interrupted by the Umayyad. And as Rashi explained over there in Bamidbar, that they uh, that the uh, Moshe Rabbeinu would stand in the oil Moed and he would hear it in the oil Moed, but the voice came from the Kapoiris from behind the Parochis. This Rashi doesn't make it, it sound like a, a contradiction. He just says, <coughs> Rashi just says Moel Moed, so it says in tent of meeting doesn't mean from the entire tent of meeting. Uh, not as a kasha, but there it says Malakapetus. Here it says Moyel Moyed. And this Pasik is Machriya is Bevoy Moyshel Oyel Moyed. But Lachatchila, Rashi Taichis over here, it seems a little different. That from Oyel Moyed means Yochab Kolabai is Tamulay Malakapetus. So without a contradiction and a compromise, but Lachatchila Moyel Moyed can be Taichis. It's not a contradiction from Malakapetus. It's part of the, the, the interpretation. But Rashi also um, in uh, Pasik. Uh, Chavbeis in Perek Chavhei in Shmois in the Pasik when it says of the Rinadet Lachoshom Vidaba Vidabarti Tchamala Kapoidus. So Rashi says of the Bemokem Achar Hu Oimer Vidaber Hashem Elov Meoyel Moyed Leimer. Rashi says that Zeha Mishkon Mechutz Laparechis. So Meoyel Moyed is Zeh Mechutz Laparechis. Nimtu Shnei Ksum Amachishin Zeh so there's two parts second contradictory so to contradictory. So the third passage comes and decides the possible he would enter the Mishkan, Once he would enter into the door, the voice would descend to between the Kruvim. So again, Rashi makes this in a contradiction, and he says that it seems that uh, that when it says oil moed means zeha mishkan luchutz laparikus. And in both places, signed by Midbar, signed Shmois, Rashi seems to answer that the reason why he says oil moed because that's where Moshe Rabbeinu was. That Moshe Rabbeinu came to the uh, to the mishkan, and that's why. Um, the Pasik says Moyel Moyed. But in our Rashi over here, Vayikra, it seems Rashi seems to say that Lachatchila, the Moyel Moyed can mean the Kapodis. Maybe Rashi is just saying short, short because he's relying on what he learned in, in Parshish Mois. Also, from the Rashi over there, it says, As soon as he came to the Pesach, that's almost mashma that Moshe Rabbeinu entered right into the uh, uh, that uh, so the, that so when he was called to come in, so the vayikra took place wherever he was, and then once he came in, it, it descended. All this needs to still be looked at further in the mafarshim, and I believe that the Rebbe speaks about this also in the Sikha Barichas. The pasuk says leimoir to say what was it? Hashem called him to say. So Rashi lahem What is the Hashem calling Lamer to say? Go and tell them uh, words that captivate Kivushim. That what? 
It is because of you that Hashem speaks uh, with me. Shekein Matzino, because we find that this is actually true, that it is only Bishvilchem Hashem speaks to him, that is not in Moshe Rabbeinu's own merit, so they should know that they are, it's because of them. Shekein Matzino, because we find Shekol Shloishim Ushmoyne Shono, that the entire 38 years, Shehoyu Yisrael Mamibor, that the Jews were in the desert as if they were menuda uh, excommunicated, which was min hameraglim ve'elach from the time of the spies and on. So the uh, Shem's speech did not uh, no, address specially Moshe, it was uniquely just with Moshe. Shenemar. As the Posik says in the Vorim Beis, Posik the Zayin, after all the people of war, that means that all the people died of the generation of the Miraglim, Lomus, Hashem, then Hashem spoke to me. And Hashem spoke to me, Lamer, to say. So the word is not, it's just to say, Vaidabr Hashem, Lamer, it says, Vaidabr Eilai. Mean Elihu Yadibur. That was the Tibur Miyuchad, that the Nisyachad Yadibur in Moshe, where it came from the tent. So the all the thirty-eight years, there was no Vaidaber Hashem a love. So that is the Lamer. Tell them Divrei Kivushim. That is because of them. Dover Achar. Another interpretation. What does Lamer means? Say Ve'amoyr Lahem Dvorei. Go and tell them my words. Ve'hashiveni and Give back to him ye kablum if they accept. Uh, the Rashi brings Kemoshe Nemar as it's written in the Posik in Shmois Yutas Posik Ches by Yoshev Moshe's Divrei Om Vegomer. That Moshe returned the words of Hashem, etc. Now Rashi over there pointed out that Vichitzori Choye Moshe Lahoshiv and Posik Ches Rashi touches over there. Moshe did then Moshe need to respond? Does Hashem know? So he went and returned. So this is what Rashi is trying to tell of us over here, also that why does the Abishta need to them to tell him Why does he need to respond? The Abishta knows himself. So he says, just like it says, that even though despite the fact that the Abishta knows, the Abishter Moshe returns the words of Elam. But over there, Hitaka wasn't told specifically by Hashem. But according to this Pshat, this is what means Lamer, that he was actually told by Hashem. And he. This is what Hashem said. He's Perik Allah Posik Beis. Daber el Bnei Yisrael speak to the children of Israel, the Marta Aleihem, and say to them, this is Hashem saying to Moshe to speak to the children of Israel and say to them, Adam ki Yakriv Mikem. Korban Lashem. When a uh, person amongst you uh, will bring a, a sacrifice, Yakriv means will bring close a korban, a sacrifice, Lashem, to Hashem from amongst you. Min habehema, min habokor, umin hatsoin. So it needs to be from the cattle. Uh, 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 from uh, from the animals, the behemoth, I mean, a bakar is from the cattle, I mean, a tzoyin, and from the uh, flock, from the flock, 
Takrivas Kabanchem, you shall bring your sacrifice. So, um, the Krashi, Adam Kiyakriv Mikem, we're talking about a person uh, when it brings a sacrifice, it's talking about Kishe Yakriv. That means that when he brings, uh, uh, in other words, he's not obligated to bring, but Adam Ki, Ki Yakriv means when he brings, in other words, optional. So when he brings and Therefore, Rashi says, This Pasuk is dealing with uh, voluntary korbanis. The subject matter here is. And that's why it's optional to the person, because as we'll see, there's other korbanis which are mandatory. Here the Pasuk is talking about when a person brings his uh, nidava uh, on his own, he brings as a gift, a korban Hashem. So it needs to be from the animals, uh, We'll learn later on. There's other sort of korbanis which are not necessarily from animals. But if it's min ha if he brings a sacrifice from the animals, then it has to be min ha-bokor from the cattle and from the flock, takrivas korbanchem. Those are the types of animals that he brings. And they can bring other things as we'll learn, on, learn later on. Why does the Torah say next Rashi? Where is it? Odom, kiyakriv, Odom, lomonemar. Why is it written? Uh, more usual is for the Torah to read is Ish Kiyakriv. Uh, the words Adam has a significance because Ma Adam Harishain Lahikriv Min Hagezel. Just like Adam, it's a reference to Adam Harishain, the first man. Adam is called Adam Harishain, uh, who's referred to as Adam. So he did not uh, steal Lahikriv Min Hagezel. He did not sacrifice. Uh, from uh, Gezel, from stone, because he owned everything. So, also you shall not sacrifice uh, from stone, uh, from st- things that were stolen. So, Odom is a reference, as Odom, that you have to be just like Odom, uh, that it shouldn't be stolen. So, it says, from the cattle. If it says just, from the uh, animals, Yochel Av that you may think that this includes also the uh, wild animals. Uh, sometimes the word behema includes also all kinds of animals, including tame and wild animals. So the Torah says, Yochel Av so you may think that this behema over here if the Torah just says min means also the wild animal, Talmud Laima, that's why it says bakar v'tsoin, from the cattle or from the flock. So that means that those are the tame animals. So those are the animals that you bring as a sacrifice uh, to Hashem. Then the Pasuk says min ha-behema, it doesn't say min karmel Hashem, ha-behema tsoin, Habakar Hatsoin, it just says Min Habehema, Min Habakar Min Hatsoin. So this is all coming to teach us of Rashi. Min Habehema, meaning not from some kinds, Veloi Kula, but not all kinds of Behema. Lahoitzi, that's coming to exclude Esharoiva, uh, that where the uh, animal uh, had a relationship, cohabited with a person. 
or nirba the animal was the party to uh, to the person so the Reva is when the animal does the act, Nirva is when it's done with the animal. So it's a relationship between the man and the beast. So that's why the Torah says, Minha Behema, that not all Behemas are acceptable. It has to be not Reva Nirva. Minha Bakar, also it says, from the cattle. Lahoitzi, that is coming to exclude as Hanevad, if a cattle was worshipped uh, as an idol, uh, that also is not fit. And then it says min hatsoin, that comes to exclude lahoitzi es hamukta. Not only mukta means was designated um, uh, to be sacrificed for uh, for avodah So bakar means they worship that as an idol. Min hatsoin is you want to use it for a sacrifice for another idol. Uh, so just by the moksa alone, by designated for that, uh, it is um, um, already not fit to be brought as a korban. Then it says, um min hatsoin. So here there's, he's, he's learning from the extra vav. It's not just min hatsoin, it just says um min hatsoin. So that's another exclusionary, lahoitzi as a negeach shehenis, to exclude... A, a gore, an ox, a gore uh, that has killed a person. Uh, so um, that that also, if an ox that has killed a person is not fit uh, to um, um, to be brought as a korban. Later on, below in from the subject and posse gimel, he says again, min habokor again, the min habokor. Shein Talmud Leimar doesn't have to say Lohitzias a treifa that is coming to exclude the uh, treifa that if it's a terminally ill animal that cannot uh, live, so that is also not kosher for uh, being a sacrifice. So what we learn from all these exclusions that wild animals are excluded, Reva Nirva are excluded. Uh, if you worshipped it for Avedizor is excluded, if it was designated to be sacrificed for Avedizor is excluded, if it is a gore that killed a, a person, uh, that's excluded too. Uh, it actually just says, but um, it's understood, not if it uh, gores, that the Hemis here means a... Uh, a uh, human being, a person, as uh, we learn in the halachas of Mishpatim, that uh, that the ox is then uh, needs to be put to death uh, if it killed a person. So it's understood that Hamis here means that it killed a human being, and in that case it would be a puzzle for a karma. Then the pasuk says takrivu in a plural. It doesn't say takriv. It begins with adam. And then it says takrivu, a person shall be bring, bring close a carbon. And then it says you shall bring close. So it says Malamed is teaching us she sheshnayim is not in oil b'shutzva. The two people can uh, combine to contribute a oila. Oila is the first carbon over here um, um, that we're going to be talking about over here. There's a carbon oila. Now Rashi says uh, specifically an oil over here um, as a uh, a partnership. Um, um, 
I'm not sure from the halachas whether it's only in Oila, but Lachera Shlomim, uh, it seems an exclusionary, but got to look into whether this excludes a Shlomim that we will learn later on. But it's, the Takriva says that you can bring an Oila, you can bring it in partnership. In all the previous cases, Rashid never mentioned that Oila, it's just understood uh, that um, all the uh, Korbonis that will be followed, and it's going to be, whether it's an Oila, whether it's a Shlomim, as the Pasuk is going to talk further. We didn't say anywhere that it has to be specifically the Oila. It's self-understood that all these Korbonis, all these cases that are disqualified as a Korbon would be disqualified whether it's an Oila or it's a Shlomim. Uh, but here Rashi says the Takrivu specifically applies to the Oilam. Korbanchem, uh, it's a Takrivu, which is Korbanchem. Melamed Shibon Nidvastibor. So that not only can they uh, be brought in partnership, but also this voluntary carbon can also be brought as a uh, gift of the community. What kind of an oila is brought as a gift of the community? Generally, all the community oilas, like the carbon tomid, uh, are already, or the carbon sofim, they're already uh, designated. That's not something which we need to learn out from the Pasek Karbanachem. So Rashi explains the carbon that we're talking about can be an oila that can be a gift by the community. He oilas kayitz hamizbeach, that's the oila which is made for the provision for the altar. What does it mean? Uh, that would come, that oil would come from the leftovers. If uh, the shkolim um, that they bought the carbonus tzibur from, that the, each year they brought the shkolim, so there was leftover uh, money, uh, leftover carbonus, uh, they had more money than they uh, needed. Uh, more than the animals that they needed for the uh, regular carbonis sewer. So they would purchase additional animals that would come as a gift of the tzibur, as an oila, for kayitza mizbeach, so that the provisions for the mizbeach, so that the mizbeach should not stand idle and should have always carbonis being sacrificed upon it. So that is the korbanchem that is um, the carbon oil of the Nidvas Tzibur. Posse Gimel. So now the Posik uh, teaches again, uh, again, I'm just going to point out, Rashi again teaches here also with connections with the Oilas Kayitz HaMizbeach. Just like the Takrivu is Oila B'Shutfus, and this is also specifically to the Oila. Even though the Posse Gimel just starts speaking in Posse Gimel. We're going to learn now Posse Gimel. Im Oila Karbonis, if he sacrifices a burnt offering, and that's optional to him, the person who brings it can bring either an oil or a shlamim. We'll see. Im oil karbonis min habakar brings it from the uh, cattle. Um, so before we learned in the pasuk min habakar min the difference between bakar cattle and soin and flock. Uh, cattle is larger animals like a, a bull. Uh, a bigger animal, that's cattle, and uh, soin, flock, is like goats and, and sheep, smaller animals. The Torah is going to divide this into two uh, parts. Uh, one part, the Torah talks about 
uh, if he brings a uh, from the cattle, and then the Torah is going to ta- talk about later on if he brings it from the uh, sheep or goats. So im oila karbonoi, if it's a oila is a sacrifice min habakor from the cattle. Zohar tamim, it has to be a zohar uh, a male. Tamim, it has to be whole without a blemish. And later on, we learn about the blemishes in the Torah. What is a, a blemish that is not fit to bring uh, a carbon? Yakrivenu, uh, he shall bring it uh, uh, close el pesach oyel moyed to the uh, entrance of the tent of a meeting. Yakriv Oisoy Lirtsoyna, he shall bring it close, uh, willingly, Lifnei uh, Hashem, before Hashem, as we'll see in the uh, Rashi, the translation over here. So first he says, Zohar, Dr. Veloy Nekeva, means not a, uh, not a female. Now, basically, the Torah is just dividing the procedure between the cattle, uh, the larger uh, animals, and the uh, flock, the uh, sheep and goats, in the uh, verses later on in verse uh, 10. But basically, it's the same procedure. And over there again, uh, the Torah writes uh, again, Zohar, Kishuaymer uh, Zohar. And, and, and perhaps Rashi is explaining with this also, uh, I don't believe, um, to see, we'll go through the Rashi, but I don't believe that there is a difference uh, in the procedure between uh, the cattle or the sheep. But this also explains uh, why we need uh, later on a second, um, why didn't Torah just include it all together? Uh, as we're going to learn, uh, as we mentioned, that you bring min why separate them? But Rashi says here, he says again, Zohar, with regards to the uh, sheep, uh, goats and sheep, the to the tzoyin, to the flock. She'ain Talmud Loimer, doesn't have to say, because we already know that it has to be a Zohar. But what does it mean, She'ain Talmud Loimer? Over there we're talking about uh, a flock, not a bokor. Talking about tzoyin, not bokor. But apparently because it would be the same halacha, and they didn't have to separate him. So we learn out from the extra zohar that is written below. And we have to uh, then also uh, understand and learn out from all the other uh, things that are mentioned over there later on in the Pasuk over there, because of the duplication. Uh, just like it says zohar, it also says zohar tamim. It says tamim. And Rashi doesn't explain over here uh, why over there, uh, why does it have to say Tomim, uh, and what do we learn out from that Pasuk Tomim over there? Well, let's wait till we get there. It seems like Rashi is explaining why it duplicates the word Zohar, and Rashi says, She'in Talmud Leimer Zohar, uh, doesn't have to say, She'in Talmud Leimer, doesn't have to say it, the Zohar. So we say, Zohar Veloi Tumtum Veandreginus, but not a Tumtum and Andreginus. These are not definite Nikavis, but uh, tumtum is you can't tell uh, what uh, whether it's a male or female because the signs are closed off, uh, the male sign and vandreginis is has both signs and uh, so the Torah tells us zohar a second time to tell us that it's not 
not only does it have to be a zohar, a definite, and not a nekeva, but also not a tumtum and not a dreginess, which are not definite. Nekeva is saying zohar dafke, specifically a 100% male. Um, again, the Rashid says tamim. Tamim means, what does it mean, whole? It means below uh, mum, without a blemish. Um, and again, we have we need an explanation. Why does it need to, to repeat this? In Talmud Leimer, Rashi doesn't say we hear anything. So, and also the rest of the Pesukim and everything else over there. El Pesach uh, Maybe Rashi is just giving a sample, and then we have to go look in the Medrash and the Gemara, and the the, the Farshim to see why what we learn out from the extra Pesukim. Rashi just gives you one sample uh, of the Zohar just to tell you that there is a uh, reason uh, why these Pesukim were repeated. Um, so Tami means Bulaimum without a blemish. So it says, Yakrivenu el Pesach oyel So he has to bring it close to the, to the entrance of the tent of meeting. What does it mean, el Pesach oyel to the entrance of the tent of meeting? So Rashi, mitapil behava osei, he has to uh, uh, trouble himself to bring it until he brings it to the Azorah. Uh, into the Azorah. So when we say, that means in the Azorah, all of the Azorah is at the entrance of the Oil Mayid. So he has to bring it until the Azorah, the courtyard, that's in front of the entrance to the Oil Mayid. And he has to uh, trouble himself to bring it there. So in, in this case of Pesach Oyel Mayed, it doesn't mean, like sometimes we learned earlier, that it, uh, you know, when you stationed like the uh, Mizbeach, and uh, it talked about Pesach Oyel Mayed, meant directly opposite the Oyel Mayed, the front of the Oyel Mayed, but here it, Rashi seems to say, Ad Hazorah, that the general Azorah area, which is the entrance Pesach Oyel Mayed. Mahu Oimer Yakriv Yakriv. What is the meaning when it says Yakrivenu and then it says again Yakrivenu Pesach Oimer Yakriv Oisay? You can say Yakrivenu Pesach Oimer Lifsayne. What's Yakriv Yakriv? Afil Unisarva Oilas Ruven Boilas Shimon. Even this is the teacher that even if the oil of Ruven of one person who will call him Ruven with the oil of another person will call him Shimon, so they got mixed up. So now, we don't know, so the, let's say two people uh, brought the oilers, and when they came to the Azara, we don't know whose cattle is whose. So, each one of them should uh, be uh, brought uh, on the Mizbeach for the name of whoever it is, whoever it belongs to. And this would be, the same thing would be true, V'chein oila b'chulin. That if an oila, a carbon oila, mixed up with chulin, which means with an ordinary uh, cattle, which is not uh, a um, um, a carbon, so you machru a chulin So then you sell the uh, chulin, the the weekly, the unconsecrated uh, animal for the needs of oilas. Uh, so somebody who needs an oila, you send it. Barin kulun oilis, and then they all will be oilis. Betikrav kolachas l'shemishahu, and each one of them will be brought for whoever it is. So the other person uh, who buys the carbon, uh, who buys the other cattle, there's two cattle here, we don't know which one he's buying, but 
he's buying one of them, and then the other they're both brought up for whoever needs the whoever's the owners. So that's why it says Yakriv Yakriv that they both can be makriv for them. Yochal afilun is arva b'psulin oid uh, so you might think that this would also apply in a case where the uh, carbon got mixed up, uh, the oil got mixed up with a uh, disqualified carbon. Uh, let's say it, it mixed up with a, another type of a carbon, let's say an oil with a chatos, or with another type of carbon, then you can't say oh, whatever it should go for whatever it is. Um, also, the procedure is different than you know, how you do the procedure from Ayla and Achatas. I believe there will be a difference in the procedure. But in any event, you can't do it. Uh, because that's why the Torah says, If the Torah said two times, You'd say, either way, even if so, you know, you would go further, you can be Makriv, either way. But here the Torah says, Yakrivenu. So they mean him on this particular oila. So we exclude that it's only if it's for another oila you can yakriv yakriv. You can be in makriv them both. Then it says yakriv oisoi. I guess although now we learned already a limut from the yakriv oisoi, uh, we're still going to learn another limut from this yakriv oisoi, and maybe in the uh, poshita meaning or. Uh, how do we learn out both things in this passing? That's another uh, question. But in the pshat of Yakriv Oisoi, it means Yakriv Oisoi, he has to bring it. Because um, before we talked about it's, uh, if it's a voluntary garden, uh, carbon, that Adam Ki Yakriv, when he wants to, now we're saying a Pesach Almeid, and then it was a Yakriv Oisoi, that he has to bring it. Uh, uh, saying it's the second time saying that he has to bring it's a I say that we force him so that if he already uh, uh, promised uh, an oila that he's going to bring an oila um, then he has to uh, bring it um, so Yakrivaisi means we force him to bring it so even though initially it's voluntary he doesn't have to promise it but once he promises it then it's kaifinaisi we force him. So Gemara Yochel Bal Karchay. So you think you force him against his will? Talmud Leimer the Pesach says Lirtzayne that he has to Yakriv Oisay means that he should bring it over. That's forced. But then it says Lirtzayne. Lirtzayne means willingly. Okay, so how do we do both? Kaifin Oisay we force Nachi Emeritzani. We force him until he says I want. So which means that he really. He has to say that he wanted, and even though he's saying it because you force him, but that's considered, when he says it, that's acceptable. That means, and that means that uh, we're also forcing him. So he has to bring it until he says, I want. What does it mean they force him until he says, you know, the best thing has their ways of forcing a person to um, fulfill his obligation. The details of here could be many. You know what happens if he can't afford it, or he doesn't. You know for other reasons. And to look into the halachas of there, the details. When is kaifinoisin, uh, or how could you force somebody in a case like if he doesn't have or he doesn't, you know, can't bring it? 
It's like any other pledge. A person makes sometimes a pledge, and then, you know, this is a pledge of a carbon, then he cannot fulfill his pledge because of a change of circumstances. So, what is the meaning to Kaifinoise to what extent and uh, under what circumstances? Um, so he says, bring it, Lifnei uh, Hashem. And the next passing begins with the words Vesomach, that you lean, uh, you lean his hand on the head of the Eulah. So Rashi teaches Lifnei Hashem, from the last passing, you bring it before Hashem, Yaakov Eusel, Lifnei Hashem, you bring it before Hashem. And then the next passing says Vesomach, so Rashi ain't smicha bebama, that there is no leaning on the uh, on the bama, that only, in other words, if a person makes a high place a bama, which is sort of a private uh, a private mizbeach, uh, so which were permitted before the uh, the, the, the the mishkan the the, the besamikdash were built, um, so people can bring uh, their karbonis on a bama. So over there, there is no v'somach. It's only lifnei Hashem v'somach. Only when it's before Hashem, by the mizbeach, by the by the uh, mishkan, where there is the presence of Hashem, and not in Abam. Pasuk dalit v'somach yodei al reisha oila, and he shall lean his hand uh, on the head of the oila v'nirza. Uh, Loi lechaper alov, and uh, it will be accepted for him to atone for him. Um, so we saw talk about the leaning, the leaning that's a forcefully leaning, as we'll learn in other places. But he leaned, uh, he leaned his hand on the head of the ayla, and that will become accepted to atone for him. And we'll see in the Rashi. Al roisha ayla. What does it mean, al Again, it says Reisha Ayla could have said, Samach Yod al Reisha. Was Reisha Ayla? Like the Lahavi Aylas Chayva Lismicha. This is coming to include that not only these Aylas which were optionals, which he says Kiyakriv as he wishes, but the Aylas that are obligatory. The Torah says Reisha Ayla that all Aylas, also the Aylas Chayva. Have to be lismicha, to be liniyat, and also lahavi oila satzayin, and also to include the oila of the uh, sheep of the uh, flock that we're going to learn later on, the goats and the sheep, that they too need smicha. That's why it says al reisha oila, even though the pasuk over there won't repeat this reisha uh, oila. And here again, we have to compare what are the things that are mentioned in this pasuk with regards that we need to learn for later on, and what things are repeated. We'll learn later on. Then it says, Ha'oila. Uh, so the fact it says here, the with a hey, instead of saying, Samach Yod Al Reish Oila, but Ha'oila, so then it's talking about this Oila, so that's Parat, that's an exclusionary clause, the Oila Sa'if, and saying that only Al Reish Oila, uh, of made out of when it's out of uh, uh, animals, uh, including the oilas sign and including the oilas chayva, but not an oilas oif. So prat oilas oif excludes oilas oif that you don't need, uh, you don't do smicha over the oilas oif. 
the Pasuk says, it will be uh, accepted for him to atone for it. So, Tanashi, what is it a appeasing uh, uh, for him? What is it atoning for him? What, what, what atonement does it need? And we learned in the Pasuk that this was a voluntary karma. Im Toimar, if you're going to say that the oil of this voluntary carbon is sort of brought al krisus, either when he's guilty of uh, the penalty of koris should be cut off when they have a, uh, on a, a, a punishment of koris, or umisis bezdin, or when bezdin has a, a death by put by bezdin, or misibedeishamayim, or other misibedeishamayim, which is a little different than krisus. Um, but it's uh, another form of misvideshimayim, or malchus, which comes by bezdin. So the punishment is said. So you can't appease with this. Uh, if you bring a carbon that doesn't appease, that doesn't accept him, you have to have the krisis as the misvideshimayim as the misvideshimayim to get the malchus. This does not atone elabot al esa. On a positive mitzvah, if a person violates, doesn't do a positive mitzvah, and also with regards to a prohibition that has been is attached to a positive commandment. Uh, that is, when there is no malchus for such a love, when a love is connected with an esse, where the Torah says, if you don't do the love, that if you don't, you shall not do so, but then the Torah gives a way um, that, you can, uh, that you can do it. Uh, so that's called a lav, in other words, to correct the, the, the prohibition. So in those cases, there is no malchus, but then this will forgive. So even though, so in other words, there is no prescribed, the Torah doesn't say that you have to bring a carbon for it, there's no prescribed carbon. But a person doesn't have an atonement. When a person violates an asset, there is no atonement for it. There is no prescribed punishment for it. So here we're saying, one, if the person decides that he brings a voluntary carbon, so that's going to atone for the, uh, for the asset. Posig hey. So v'shochat is ben habokor, so he shall uh, slaughter the uh, ben habokor. So, Ben uh, Abakar means a young bull. Uh, we learn elsewhere in Rashi the age of the uh, Bakar for the uh, Korban. Um, but, um, so, Yushach the Ben Abakar Lifnei Hashem, before Hashem. Rashi will explain that Hashem means in the Azorah. Vikrivu Bnei Aren Akoyanim Es Hadom. And the uh, Bnei Arin, uh, sons of Arin, uh, the descendants of Arin, uh, the, the Kohanim should uh, bring uh, the blood close. Bezorku es hadom al soviv, and they should uh, sprinkle the uh, blood upon the mizbeach uh, around the mizbeach. Asher Pesach El Moed, the Mizbech, which is by the entrance of the tent of meeting. So, Tarashi Vishachad Vikrivu Hakahanim, and they will shecht uh, and Ikrivu the Kahanim. So, Tarashi, 
So Lachatchila B'shochah doesn't say the Kohanim, but Vikrivu says the Kohanim. B'shochah Vikrivu Akhanim mekabola ve'elech from the receiving and on from when they receive the blood. Uh, so then is mitzvahs uh, kahuna. Uh, then is the mitzvah of the Kohanim to handle it. But Lamad Alashchita, this teaches you on the shechting and the slaughtering shekushera bezad. That is fit also by a non koyin is also fit to shecht. So that's why shachat is ben abokar lifnei Hashem. Anyone can shecht it, or shachat can refer to the bailim. He shall shecht it. The one samach yodoi al reisha So we're talking about that person. Yakriv uh, Oisoi, it's talking about the person, so Vesamach Yodoi, and then the Pasuk is Vishachat as Ben Habakar, this doesn't say. So the Pashas can go on the owner, on the Bailim. And here we're saying that Vikrim Menarakim Zadam, so that goes, uh, that is done by the Kohan. So what does it mean, Vishachat as Ben Habakar Lifnei Hashem? So Christ Lifnei Hashem means Bazora, that's in the courtyard. Uh, similar to when Rashi, the Pasuk said before, also that a Pesach Oyel Moyed Lifnei Hashem. And Rashi says a Pesach Oyel Moyed Ad Ha'azore. But there too, Pesach Oyel Moyed says also Lifnei Hashem. So here, when it says Lifnei Hashem, it means in the Azore. Vikrivu, and they should bring close Zu Kabola. So, even though the Lashen uh, of Yikrivu means the... Um, so, although the Yikrivu seems to talk about the uh, bringing it close, uh, but the in this case is uh, Zu Kabola. Uh, that means that uh, it's receiving the blood. So, once they shechted, they put it in a, in a Klishores, they receive the blood from the slit, when they shechted the throat of the animal, they received the blood into the keli. This is the kabbalah, that's the receiving. Shehi harishoyna, that is the first thing, before you can bring the, carry the blood, you have to receive the blood. So that's the first service that starts with the, uh, with the kohanim. As Rashi mentioned before, me kabbalah ve'elech kuhuna. So that is the kabbalah, and so that's the kabbalah v'ikrivu. Umashmo and the usual taich, the meaning of the word the vikriv is lashon halacha. So lomadnu, so we learn sheshtei bevnei aren that they both are done bevnei aren. And lechera, what Rashi is saying over here is that you can't be makrivit since the pasuk finishes v'shacharis ben abakar lefnei Hashem, and it doesn't tell you who does the kabbalah. So that's what we're saying, that the Vikrivu is the Kabbalah, because that's the first thing to do. That's the first thing is to receive the blood. And since it doesn't say, so before they can do the Vikrivu, there has to be the, also the Kabbalah. And therefore, it means both of them, that both have to be done by Aaron. Also the Kabbalah. Um, B'nai Aaron. He says the sons of Aaron. So the Torah says Bnei Aaron Akoyanim. So Bnei Aaron. So if the Torah would have just said Bnei Aaron Yochel Chalolim, those who are been desecrated, they are not fit to serve. 
uh, as Kohanim that were born from a uh, uh, prohibited relationship from a Grusha to a Koyin. So they're called a Cholol, they cannot serve in the Koyin. So if it says just B'nei Adin, that would mean uh, them too. So the Pesach says, Talmud Leimar HaKohanim. That's why it says those who serve. Uh, you know, one could ask, let it just say B'kriva HaKohanim, but it says B'nei Adin, the Kohanim, meaning those who are fit uh, to serve. Uh, so they should bring clothes as Hadam, uh, the blood. Then it says, Vizorku as Hadam. So it says, as Hadam, Vizorku as Hadam. It says two times. It says, Ikriub Ne'ana Kainim as Hadam, Vizorku Alam Isbeach. What is again Vizorku as Hadam? As Hadam, Vizorku as Hadam. Ma Talmud Lemer Dom Dom Shtepam. Why does the Pasuk to say twice Dom? Lahavi as shenis This is coming to include that uh, if it had mixed in with its uh, kind. Now the 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 thing is that the bloods of the different carbonates uh, were sometimes uh, sprinkled in different places. There was a sometimes that the blood was brought into. Uh, Sprinkled on the inner mizbeach, that's the mizbeach haktoris that was inside the oil moid. Some of the blood of some carbones uh, of achatus, the blood was sprinkled above the chuta secret. That was the line in the middle of the mizbeach to separate between the upper blood and the bottom blood. So the um, only time that you can uh, the mixture of bloods are okay. It is if their place of sprinkling is in the same place. So, uh, so then it's, you can sort of mix them together. Uh, so that's what Rashi says. Lavi in its own kind. So there's another oila. With the other oila is also sprinkled below the chutasikra, or even if it's not its kind, but still. In other words, it's a different kind. It's not an oila. It's a chatzus. It's a shlom. It's a different kind. But the blood is sprinkled below the chutasikra. But yochel, you may think af bipsulim. Uh, also, on disqualified in those cases, the blood uh, of them cannot be brought on the mizbeach um, altogether. Oy bechatois hapnimis, or in the chatzus that you. Bring it for inside the mizbeach. The blood has a different place. Or the korbachatis that are sprinkled on the outside mizbeach, but they are uh, but they are sprinkled different places. The these the other one the chatos chitzonius they go the blood is sprinkled above and the blood of the oila. Uh, it goes below the Chuta Sikra, below Talmud Loimar, therefore the Pasuk teaches you, the Makamacha, another place, it says, as Dommoy, his blood. This is in the Pasuk, when it talks about the uh, Makamacha as Dommoy, when it talks about with regards to the oil that comes from the um, from the flock, from the goats or the sheep, as we're going to learn later the, uh, below in Pasuk Aleph. So over there it says, as Domoi, uh, his blood, and 
Uh, over there it says Domoi. Now here it says Dom Dom, but uh, meaning every blood is acceptable. Domoi, his blood, meaning that at least it has to be Lamato, that it has to be in the same place. So uh, earlier we had a, a similar Limud, a similar learning over there with regards to mixing up Ayla Suruvan by Shimon. So an Ayla with an Ayla, he learned from the Pasik Yakrivenu that it cannot be psulim or enemini. But here we're talking already about the blood. Um, so over there even enemini would be no good, because Yakrivenu refers to the oila. Over here it says, as domoi, so we're talking about the place fit is blood. We're not learning just the blood of the oila, so it has to be an oila to exclude enemini. We're learning as domoi, it's blood, the blood that is being sprinkled, Below the Chuta Sikra, and since the other one is also below Chuta Sikra, that's why it is okay. Uh, what happens if it mixes in Taka with a, uh, a Psulim or Chatis Apnimis? Then the carbon can't sprinkle the blood, and since he can't sprinkle the blood, he has to bring a new carbon. The carbon, the carbon oil that was brought uh, was, not, uh, was not valid. And here again also we see how these two Limudim, these two Psukim from Bakar and the um, and, 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 and the Tzayin, they are learning one from the other. What does it mean, Vizarkoi, Vizarku? It says Vizarku. Vizarku is Adom al Mizbeach, Vizarku. So, Rashi, what does that mean? Aymed Lamato, he stands below. Vizarik min Hakli, and he throws from the vessel. He received the blood in the vessel. That was the Kabbalah. And he brought it close, wherever they shechted it in the Azorah. They brought it close to the Mizbech. And he throws min hakeli from the vessel, the koisel ha-mizbech, to the wall of the Mizbech. Lamata mechuta sikra, below the chuta uh, sikra, that's the string of sikra, uh, separated upper of the bottom one. Keneged hazoviyis, he does it opposite uh, the 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 corners. Lekach nemar soviv. When he says uh, by the corners, opposite the corners, meaning on the corners, uh, throws out the corners below by the corners. Therefore, it says soviv. Lekach nemar soviv. She adam nitin ba'al beruches hamizbeach that it should be given on the four sides of mizbeach. Not Sabif doesn't mean literally around, but it means that he throws it by the corners, and since he throws it in the corners, it surrounds with the corners from both sides. That's why it says Sabif. Maybe you think that he should circle it like go around and circle with the blood around like a string that goes around 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 the Mizbeh Sabif. the you throw it. Bizrika, you can't make a circle if you throw it. So if it says just throwing, maybe just one throw. So, uh, but if he gives one throw, uh, how is he going to make all four sides? That's why it says, so it says surround it, so you can't just throw it once. Okay, it's not. So how does it do? So noisin shtei matonis, you give it uh, two uh, times, you, you, you two throws. Shehein arba, which uh, 
which are four, uh, which really gives you a four, all four sides, so you throw it twice. You throw it against one corner, and then you go and throw it against the other corner, and then you have the uh, Mizbeach surrounded with the blood. Pasuk Vav. Behivshit as ha'ayla, and he shall skin the burnt offering. Vinitach oisol in and cut it into its uh, pieces. Uh, in the uh, prescribed sections. Um, now, the Torah here doesn't tell you exactly the pieces that it was cut up into. And in the uh, Gemara Tamid, there is a detail of how the pieces were cut up to, and uh, we'll leave it for that. So, So again, why does it say here, Why does it say The Rabbis has called This is coming to include all oilos, not only the Dover, for skinning and cutting into pieces. Uh, previously, when Rashi, uh, when the Pasuk used Allah, Samach Yod, Oresha Oila, and Pasuk Dalet, Rashi over there says, not just Tam Oilos, Rashi says Oilos Choyva and Oilos Hatsoin. Over here, Rashi just says Oilos, uh, generally speaking, uh, without specifying, because that's after the Oilos Choyva and the Oilos Hatsoin. With regards to the Eilus Tzoyin, uh, Rashi, the Pasuk doesn't need to say it because in Pasuk it says, Beferish, Vinitachoy Seilin Sochov. So this is talking about the Eilus Chayva Lechayra. That over there too, um, Rashi says just by Eilus that there too you do the Hefshit and the Tuach. The thing is though, by the Tzoyin, there's no Hefshit, um, it's only Vinitachoy Seilin Sochov. So maybe for some things it's the uh, it's uh, the, uh, the idea that the vihivshit and the uh, tuach that's for the um, for the oilus chayva. So that's why it's kolo oilus for some for some we need to have shit. That's for the oilus tzayin, and then it's the tuach. Now Rashi doesn't bring down over here uh, the word like he said before ha oila that is coming to exclude the carbon oif. That you don't um, do. Lagabe uh, leaning. Rashi says it's coming to exclude the uh, the carbon knife. Doesn't say one way or the other to whether to exclude it or not. Rashi doesn't make any mention of the word ha with regards to bird. Okay, we need to uh, look into that. Uh, then it says to its pieces. It doesn't say stam v'nitach linsocheha. So she should be the into its pieces but the pieces should not be cut into smaller pieces should be exactly those pieces and the children of Aaron the descendants of Aaron the Koyin should place fire on the Mizbeach the Orchu eats him Al and they should uh, uh, range uh, wood on the fire. Um, what was the uh, fire actually? Was it uh, what kind of fire did they bring? 
over there? Um, was it the coals? Uh, what was the fire that the um, on which they placed the eitzim on? Um, Rashi says, "V'nosnu b'nei Adam akoy neishlam isbeach v'nosnu eish alfal pisha eishiredes minashamayim." Although that the fire descended from the heavens, but still, so it's mitzvah lavim in Egypt. So it seems like it wouldn't be a need for the bnei Adam to place fire. But nevertheless, it's a mitzvah to bring also from the Egypt from the people. And not only from the Shemayim, but also from the Hejit. And that is the reason that we say, V'nosnu B'nei Arin. So, B'nei Arin HaKoyin. It says, B'nei Arin the Koyin. It says, it's not B'nei Arin. Rashi Kishahu B'Kihunay. That B'nei Arin, this is Koyin, is referenced to Arin, but it's a, it's a remez for the B'nei Arin, that it has to be kishuki bikihunai when he is uh, that he is um, so actually this pasuk Rash saying is bnei that the sitting of arin the koyin. Why do we have to say arin the koyin to tell you that arin needs to be a koyin kishuhu bikihunai? When arin serves, sometimes you can be arin without being a koyin without bikihunai. He's not in the kihunai. That that is to teach us that if Arin is not Koyen, if he's not doing the Arin Koyen, and he's not in his level status of the Kuhn of Arin, then he would not be fit. If he works, he serves with the garments of a Koyen Hedjit, just the four instead of the eight, the Aved of the Koyen Godel would be puzzled. So, if it's the Bnei, it's, you know, Eishel Mizbeach. V'nosnu Bnei Arin, Eishel Mizbeach. But if it's Arin, he has to be Hakoyin, he has to be Kishu Bikiyunin. Posuk Ches, V'orchu Bnei Arin HaKoyhanim, and the Arin's descendants, the Kohanim, uh, again, the now we're talking about the Bnei Arin HaKoyhanim, they have to be in the level of Kohanim. So they should prepare Es HaNesochim, the pieces. Then it says, Es HaRosh Ve'es HaPoder, the head and the fat. Al Ha'itzim, on top of the wood. Asher Al Ha'ish, Asher Al HaMizbech. That's on top of the wood, which is on the fire, on, that is on the Mizbech. So, Rashi says, "Bnei Arin Akoyanim." So Rashi kishehem bi kihuna, while they are in the level of service. Hakoyin hedyet sheovad b'shemoyne begodim. But if you have a ordinary koyin who worship, who serves with eight garments, so that's b'kohanim avidosi pesula. His avoda is possible. So the Bnei Aaron have to be in their their level of kihuna. Uh, I guess that uh, without their four garments, that's not over here the place. We learned it already elsewhere that they would be possible. But here we're trying to add that they, just like the Koyin Godel cannot wear their garments, they're not allowed to, only four, they're not allowed to have uh, eight garments and the Aveda would be possible. 
Why do we separate here? We say the Bnei prepare the Nesachim. It says Esar Reish. Also the head. Why the head all separate? Because the head is not included in the skinning. It was already detached at the time that they slaughtered it. That's why we count it separately. So you have the pieces that you cut it up into, and you have the head, and then you have the powder. That's uh, a powder, and the powder. So, Loma Nemar. Why is it uh, mentioned separately? Up till now, we didn't talk anything about poder. We just talked about about the fat. We just talked about cutting up the animal. The lamdoch. This is to teach you that shemaleyu im harosh that the koyen uh, brings it up to the altar together with the head. Umechaseboy as beis hashchita. And uh, that he covers the area uh, where the animal was uh, was slaughtered. Um, so the powder basically was used as the fat to cover up the base hashikita. Uh, so there was like a hole. The hole uh, the the animal shouldn't see. This is zerah derech covered shel This is an honor, uh, honorable for above. Because the um, because the head is dirty with the blood, and this is covered. Um, this covers up the blood. The fat covered. The powder covers up. So we say again, Nasher al Aisha, Nasher al Mizbeach. He puts it on the eitzim that are on the fire that are on the Mizbeach. Again, Nasher al Mizbeach. What's on the Mizbeach? Zakrash Lei Hagazidin Yoitzin Chutz LeMaracha that the uh, logs of the wood should not go outside uh, the, the place which was arranged for the wood pile. Um, it has to be all in together. It should be ala mizbeach, should be on the mizbeach, not sticking out, not going outside. Why don't we need to, to play, explain Asher Allah It says, Allah doesn't explain Asher Allah Maybe because we say al mizbeach, it already says Asher Allah Asher Allah uh, and its innards and its legs, its inside and its legs, you should wash in water um, send um, also the head can wash in water, we talk about the blood before that's why we covered it with the fats the Vesashchita, the Rechavad Maila. But here it just says Kirba Yuchrov is insights and its legs should wash. It doesn't talk about now when is this washing done? Is this washing done before it's cut up into pieces? And also this pasta comes after first we already said uh, that uh, they gave the fire, they prepared it on the fire, and then it says to wash it, but presumably they washed it before they brought it up to the fire. They didn't start washing it at once. They placed it on the mizbeach. Um, so the hiktir akoyen. So this goes on the past already. What he did that uh, it yirchatz bamoim. It should wash in water. It should be before the hiktir akoyen as akoyel hamizbeicha. Then the koyen uh, should uh, cause it to go up in smoke. Hiktir it should go up in smoke. 
all the, all of the animal hamizbecha on the altar. Oila, this is an oila, goes up ishei, a burnt offering ishei, oila ishei reich nechayach laHashem. It's a fire offering reich nechayach laHashem, a pleasing uh, fragrance for Hashem. Uh, uh, that's the um um Rashi. Uh, he has to was again the Pasik that he has to uh, have the intention that this is for an oil. Uh, at the time that he shechts it, he should shecht it for the uh, intention to put it onto the fire that he's going to burn it. And every time when it says the word Isha, in the Torah it's an expression of fire. What is the Nechoyach? Nachasruach lefonai. There is a uh, pleasantness of spirit before me. Shomarti that I said v'nasir itzoni, and that my so the reich nechoyach the pleasantness of 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 spirit before me that I've said and my will has been done. So that's the pleasantness. It's not that there is a pleasant smell from the from the animal, from the fire offering, but it is a pleasant of spirit that Hashem spoke and His uh, will has become uh, fulfilled. There's a sikha about the Rebbe, but this whole, the different places in Rashi, the Amartya Venasir Yitzoni, the special um, um, aspect of the carbon uh, to this connection that Amartya Venasir Yitzoni is specifically by a carbon which really has no other uh, explanation, but Amartik Nasser Itzoni is not logical, but that's the Amartik Nasser Itzoni, that's the Rech Nechayach. And now, if his offering is from the flock, from the sheep or from the goats, these are the small animals, the previously was the Bokar, you should bring it a whole Zohar uh, Yakrivenu. Rashi already said that this Zohar over here taught us um, not a um, um, not even a Tumtumna Dreginus. Tamim, we don't have Yakrivenu. Uh, before we learned Yakrivenu. In the Pasik Yakrivenu Rashi learned in in Pasik Gimel that uh, that that imnis arvo bipsulim you cannot uh, bring it uh, up uh, to the Pesachayel Mayed you cannot if it got mixed up because of Yakrivenu it has to be dafke uh, the oilo um, but anyways we didn't learn about the tummy now here again it says. Min hatsoim, min akvosim, or min aizim. Just like before, we learned from all these min that it says vav. Hare elu shloisha mi utin. These are three exclusions. Prat, 
and you can't bring li zokin, an old, lechoyla, and to uh, somebody uh, sick. I mean, it doesn't talk about a trefer because we excluded that earlier lechoyla, but just a, uh, just generally sick. Vilimizuhum uh, is a foul-smelling animal, so zokin, choyla, and a mizuhum. Um, now, it seems that um, all these miutim that we learned before by the bakar would apply to the bakar as well, to the tzoyin, and perhaps, you know, for all other korbanas. Uh, um, but um, over here, this will explain why we need the extra uh, psukim, but um, this explains specifically uh, why we need the whole thing of tzoyin, but this explains specifically why they mean Pasukid Aleph, V'shochat Oisoi Al Yerach HaMizbeach And he shall shecht him Tzofayno Al Yerach HaMizbeach Tzofayno He shall shecht him on the northern side of the Mizbeach The north side of the Mizbeach was the other side of the uh, of the ramp uh, the Mizbeach, as Rashi brought down earlier in Parshas uh, Kisiso in Shmois, in Periklamet Posik Yudches, that the Mizbeach stood right in front of the uh, Mishkan Oyel Mayid, in front of the tent of the Oyel Mayid. Over there, it's with regards to the Kir. The Kir was a little bit. Uh, on the side, but the the Mizbech stood right in front of the door of the Oyel Moyed. But Rashi explained earlier, Rashi in Truma and Perik Chof Zayin, Pasuk Dalad, Rashi uh, says that the um, e, that the Kevish uh, that was in the south of the Mizbeach, moved them in the Mizbeach, Molichut So the Kevish was on the Dorim of the Mizbeach. And the Raglov, the feet of the Kevish, Magin Ad Amo, Samuch Lekale, Achotzer Shebedorim. So the ramp was at the southern side. Uh, the entrance uh, to the Azorim. Is again from the east, so um, going from the east towards the west, um, and the mizbeach was on the uh, left side, which is on the dorim side. Uh, the ramp ended uh, next to or uh, next to the kloim de chotzer, um, and depending on how high the mizbeach uh, achitzin was. Um, uh, but the um, the Tzofen side, therefore, uh, comes out that that was uh, on his right hand side of the Mizbeach. Uh, that was uh, like in front of the uh, in front of the Kier somewhere in that in in, in that area. Lifnei Hashem. So that was done on the northern side of the altar before Hashem. Uh, and Aaron's uh, children, descendants, uh, pulled the blood uh, upon the Mizbeach all around. Al Yerach HaMizbeach. 
So Yerech HaMizbeach means Al Tzad HaMizbeach, on the side of the Mizbeach. Before, when it talks about the, uh, by the uh, uh, previous Pasik, talking about the the cattle, the bucker, it doesn't say the word Yerech over there. But Rashi, there's a Shoch HaMizbeach, here it says, um, um, over there it doesn't say also uh, where you shechted it over there. Here it says, V'shochot Oysa Yerech HaMizbeach Tzofeinah. Over there it says Shachras ben Abokar lufnei Hashem, and that says Be'azorim. So does that mean that this is a difference between the ben Abokar and the Tzoyin that that is bechol mokim Be'azora, shchitosim bechol mokim Be'azora, that the Tzoyin the Bokar has to be bechol mokim Be'azora, as opposed to the Tzoyin that has to be al yerecham isbeich tzofino, and. Um, the Pasuk says here, Tzofoyna lifnei Hashem, but the ain Tzofoyn b'bama, but there is no Tzofoyn uh, b'bama. That only lifnei Hashem there is Tzofoyna, but the bama, which is not, uh, which is an individual Mizbeach that a person built, over there, uh, the Shechita doesn't have to be B'Tzofoyn. Uh, Rashi, in the end of Pasuk Gimel, before, just earlier, Said v'leif ne Hashem v'samach that also ain't smicha b'bama, a similar idea like Rashi says over here that ain't tzofin b'bama. In the davening uh, in the morning we say ha'ila kodesh kadoshim from the uh, from the Mishnah Mesachas Tamid, and over there it says shchitos about tzofin, seemingly that any ha'ila is kodesh kadoshim shchitos about tzofin. So, but the Torah only says Yerach Mech Tzufayin over here, but L'chair it applies to uh, all the oilers. Pasukut Beis V'nitach Oisoy L'nesachav and he shall cut it up into its uh, pieces, uh, prescribed sections, V'esroishoy, uh, V'espidroy, and its head, and its fat. V'orach HaKoyin Oisoy M'alo'etzim Asher Al-Oisha, Asher Al-Mizbech, and the Koyin shall prepare them all on the wood, which is on the fire, which is on the Mizbech, Seems identical to what we learned before with regards to the uh, bakar. Actually, previously, the Lashon is a little bit, uh, uh, seems like more uh, clearer because, as Rashi says, the dinitach that already, Lechayra says everything, that includes everything. It talks about, when it mentions the Rosh and the Padr, it talks about when it goes on top of the Mizbeach. So, What's the title here? V'nitach oisoy l'nesachov. You cut up the the goat or the sheep. You cut him up to its pieces, into pieces. Now v'esreisha v'espidra you don't cut up because Rashi's Rashi says already been cut up before. Rashi says the reason he mentions it separately when you put it on the mizbeach is because uh, that was already not part of the nesachim. So what is the pasuk uh, telling us here? V'esreisha. We're not cutting off the Nesachov. It's more that that is placed on the Mizbech. But V'esreisha V'espidroi V'orach HaKoyin Oisom So it's like by itself V'nitach Oisom Nesachov You cut them off to its pieces. V'esreisha V'espidroi what? It's, it doesn't go on V'nitach Oisom You cut them up to its pieces. V'esreisha And V'esreisha what? You cut up Best Peter is what you cut up, or what? But it, then it says Varacha Koyin goes later. 
of S Roshe V S Pidroi. Know how to touch it over here exactly? Varuch Hakoyin Oisam. Oisam means now the Sochav, the Roshe and the Pidroi. So Varuch Hakoyin Oisam the Nesochav V S Roshe V S Pidroi, as it said in the first uh, time around. Um, so I'm not sure. Nitchoyz the Nesochav. That's the thing. V'as roishay, v'as pidray, v'arach hakoyin aisam alaitzim. So this roishay pidray goes on the bottom. V'arach hakoyin aisam alaitzim. Asher alaisha, asher alamizbech. Pasuk Gimel v'akerev v'akraayim, and the inside and the legs yirchatz b'mayim shall wash in water. V'hikriv hakoyin as hakoyl, and he should bring it all close. Um, to bring it all, the kedav and the kraayim, and this again, this was done before I, it was cut up, the or at least before it was put on the mizbeach. and the koyen brought it all close. and he brought it up in smoke on the mizbeach. Oilahu, this is an oila ishe it's a fire of a pleasantness of uh, spirit, Lashem to Hashem. So we hear too, there's a little bit of a change uh, before it says, it doesn't say the vehikriv, hakoines hakoil, it says vehikriv amizbeicho, there is vehikriv hakoines hakoil amizbeicho. Ha'elohu yishirech nechayach Lashem.